Today's episode of the two-man power trip of wrestling is brought to you by Subway. Come on down to Subway Kingsburg at 304 Main Street in Kingsburg, New Jersey on Saturday, October 22nd for a meet and greet with TNA Impact Wrestling and CBS, the Amazing Race star himself, Robbie E. Yes, he will be in the house signing autographs from 12 to 2 p.m. Remember, there is a buy one, get one free on all six-inch subs. So please don't forget Saturday, October 22nd with TNA star Robbie E. at Subway Keensburg. We hope to see you there, bro. What's up, guys? It's the phenomenal AJ Styles. You're listening to the two-man power trip. Hey, everybody out there. This is the franchise Shane Douglas. Remember me? <laughs> ECW World Heavyweight Champion. The ECW. When you want to load down the professional wrestling, come right here to the two-man power trip of wrestling. You'll get all the load down. <laughs> well, guys, it's great to be on the, on the show again. I appreciate you asking me back. It just You said you were going to pinch yourself. I didn't know it was that kind of show now. I mean, if you guys are in the privacy of your own home, if you want to do these things. but Chad and John. The two-man power trip. That's uh, that's an awesome uh, name for yourselves. Good. How you doing, Chad? Hey, Johnny. Cool, man. What's going on? We ready to go or what? Okay. This is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. This is Scotty Riggs, and you're listening to the two-man power trip of wrestling. Hey, man. What's up, guys? This is Homicide. Oh, that's my homie. Homicide with a big homie club. Yeah, that would be it. <laughs> hey, this is David Penzer, and this is the two-man power trip of wrestling. Well, thank you. Thank you. Hear me, fear me. What's going on, guys? This is a seven foot, three hundred and thirty pound DNA of TNA. That's right, my DNA is outer space, and you're listening to the two man power trip of professional wrestling. You know, I, I don't do many wrestling shows anymore, probably because I'm a bit ignorant. You guys probably know ten times more than I do. Great talking to you guys. It's been your pleasure. <laughs> They've worked in and around the wrestling business. They've studied thousands of hours of wrestling, and now they bring to you the greatest legends, Hall of Famers, creative minds, and both current and future stars of pro wrestling. They are Primetime Pod and Chad, the two-man power trip of wrestling. Someone to get their hands on it. Blatant interference from outside by Cookie. That allows Robbie E to catch the ropes. He crotches lethal. Gonna go neck breaker. Here's the cover. Here's the two. He's gonna do it. Oh! Wow. New chance. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of the match. And new TNA Exhibition Champion of the World. Your prediction was right. Should have you out in Vegas with me. I'm telling you. What strength he showed lifting up Cookie right there. But I'll tell you, we just made history here.
This is the two-man power trip of wrestling brought to you today and powered by our good friends over at Subway. And if you heard off the top, Saturday, October 22nd at the Subway in Keensburg, New Jersey, Robbie E. is going to be signing autographs and meeting fans from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Get your butts on out to the Subway on Main Street in Keensburg, New Jersey. Head on over to Facebook.com and type in Subway Keensburg and get all the information that you're going to need right there. And if you didn't know by now, my name is Chad, and as always, I'm joined by my tag team partner, Primetime John. Pause. And John, I don't know if you can see it, but my arm is going up and down in a fist-pumping motion because we are joined by Robbie E. today on the show. And Robbie E. makes me feel quite at home, makes me feel like I'm among some of my Jersey boys as we talk about the flavor, we talk about the style, and we talk about the person that is Robbie E. and what is going on in the world of TNA Impact Wrestling as well as the world of Robbie E. And John, as I get to welcome you in right now, why don't you tell us a little bit more about what we have to look forward to with Robbie E. And why don't you hit a couple highlights on what Robbie E. has been able to accomplish in TNA Wrestling. Yes, Chad. Back here again for another amazing episode at the two-man power trip of wrestling where the hits just keep on coming. Today's episode, of course, is with a former TNA X champion, TV champion, tag champion. He's done it all in TNA. He is Robbie E. Boom. Now, with Robbie E. obviously going into Robbie E., the gimmick itself, you know, I made a little joke there, obviously, but the gimmick itself is a very fun gimmick, obviously making fun a little bit of the Jersey Shore where he has made his home for many, many years. So he obviously knows the Jersey Shore scene very well, and he knows that gimmick, and he knows those types very well. So he plays the gimmick great. Extremely fun, talented guy. Just, uh, just a funny gimmick that's been able to get a lot more le- uh, longevity out of it than you would have initially thought. And he's had quite a great run. You know, I mentioned all the titles he won in TNA, but think about all the screen time he's had as well. And he's been on TV for TNA for about six or seven straight years now, which is just uh, amazing in this day and age where, you know, you feel like guys are in and out of TV and coming and going more likely than not so it's great to see him last as long as he had excuse me as long as he has in tna because he's an extremely extremely talented guy almost an underrated worker you know sometimes that gets overlooked when a guy has a gimmick like that or when the guy's able to you know exhibit a lot more charisma or be a lot more um humorous with his gimmick or with his character and is able to do a lot of different things Quite often, them being a good worker is overlooked. So with Robbie E, I, I definitely think that that gets overlooked. He's very, very sound in the ring. He's a damn good worker, but sometimes people forget that. And I think that's uh, one thing you can't forget about Robbie E's game because he really he's just one of those five-tool players. He can do it all. He, he could talk. You know, he could wrestle, he could cut a jokey promo, he could be serious. So a lot of different things from Robbie E and just goes to show you that he is an underrated talent and uh, quite a star in TNA wrestling. He definitely took a gimmick or a persona that kind of seemed almost in the vein of The Undertaker, where on paper, you didn't think it was going to have that much longevity. But here we are all these years later, and we're still talking about Robbie E. But you also now talk about his tag team partner, Jesse Goddard, 
forming the tag team of the Bromans. And here we are looking back at them. And they've come together as, as quite the accomplished tag team, quite the decorated tag team in TNA wrestling. And I think when we think about one bro, well, two bros is better than one bro. And their dynamic and their chemistry together has worked out really well. And I think when you look at what they've done recently, I think that the Bromans have a lot more longevity than I think anybody could have imagined when they were first put together. When Jesse Goddard's came in kind of hot off the reality TV show scene. And then, of course, we know Robbie E getting into the amazing race scene. These two guys were a perfect mesh together, and it seems like uh, they haven't even scratched the surface as to what they can do together as a team. Yeah, Chad, you know what? Something that's gotten over big with TNA that a lot of people didn't think was going to get over initially was Robbie E. with Jesse Goddard when they were the Bromans. I know they had that guy, Mr. Heath, who was the Mr. Olympia guy, and that kind of set them off. I mean, he was with them. They end up winning the tag titles, and that kind of pushes them forward, and then, you know, they, they move along the group, and they add DJZ to the group at one point. The beautiful Raquel, uh, a.k.a. Gabby, has been added to the group to change the flavor of it and change the dynamic of it, but they play off each other great as far as Jesse and Robbie are concerned, and Bromans has been a great stable tag team for TNA for years, former two-time TNA tag team champions, and they always are, you know, very entertaining on the show. They always put on some great stuff. Even most recently against the Decay with uh, Rosemary, um, Abyss, and Crazy Steve. I thought that was great with Jesse, Robbie, and Raquel really playing off them well. So whoever you kind of throw Robbie E with, whether it be Jesse Goddard or whether it be a Rob Terry or whatever, he seems to make it work and he seems to be able to mesh really well with these guys and just shows you how good he is at what he does, that he's been able to basically, I mean, you put him like like um, with Cookie, for example, and that worked for a while. But you just basically put him with anybody, and it seems to be working for TNA, and it's been able to you know, keep him going, keep him strong all these years. But, uh, you know, we talk about TNA a lot, but you got to go back, and you got to throw it back to the old Rob Echoes days when he was in the New Jersey indie scene where we've seen him a lot. Obviously, Chad, me and you both being originally... Uh, New Jersey guys. I still am, of course. You are no longer, which is quite unfortunate. But the New Jersey independent scene where he strived for so many years and then even apart from the New Jersey independent scene obviously was the ECWA where he you know, persevered and 3PW and all these other promotions that he pretty much did really, really well at throughout his career. So he had a great foundation, a great base like you see a lot of professional wrestlers do from the New Jersey independent wrestling scene. And now all the way up to TV stardom on Pop TV right now for TNA Wrestling. That's because we raise him right in Jersey, bro. We get you ready for the main stage, bro. You hear that, bro? Robbie E is New Jersey born and New Jersey bred. And he is definitely a well well, well-traveled veteran of professional wrestling and a great representation of what New Jersey is all about. You hear me, world, what it's all about. Well, John, we can't wait to hear how it goes at Subway on on Saturday, October 22nd from 12 to 2 p.m. Robbie E. will be signing autographs and taking pictures and watching everybody get there. Buy one, get one free sub. And like I said at the top, get on over to Facebook and type in Subway Keensburg and find out all the information on that cool autograph signing featuring Robbie E. 
And John, with all that being said, hit him with a little bit of two-man power trip of wrestling business and get it on over, bro, to Robbie E, bro. And now for some TMPT business. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Wrestling Pal and at Two Man Power Trip. Please subscribe to us on YouTube where you will find the latest and greatest clips from our show. Also, please subscribe on iTunes. While you're there, please check out the feed for prior legendary episodes with the late great American Dream Dusty Rhodes, Stan the Lariat Hansen, WWE's lead attorney Jerry McDivitt, the phenomenal AJ Styles. The Lunatic Fringe, Dean Ambrose, The Demon Kane, and so, so, so many others. Also, please check out our website, tmptofwrestling.com. That is tmptofwrestling.com. While you're there, please check out the events page. See if the two-man power trip and one of our friends is coming to your town. So please check that out and check out the events page. Also, while you're surfing the net, check out WrestlingInc.com. That is WrestlingInc.com. They are the greatest wrestling news site in the world, so you got to check them out. Also, check out ProWrestlingTees.com. Yes, ProWrestlingTees.com. You can check out our page on there. You can check out Tito Santana, Kevin Thorne, Paul Orndorff, Buff Bagwell, and so many others. And for any of you Android users out there, please check us out on Player FM. And now, without any further ado, a former TNA X Division champion, a former TNA TV champion, and a former two-time TNA Tag Team champion, he is current TNA Impact Wrestling Superstar, he is Robbie E. Please enjoy. Your site for two hours, I get to sit there and just eat as much food as I could. So, of course, I'm excited, bro. 
turkey sandwiches, roast beef sandwiches, grilled chicken sandwiches. I'm probably going to empty the store out in those two hours. So I'm pumped just to stuff my face and, of course, meet the fans. <laughs> Absolutely. Of course, you know, Keensburg, New Jersey, you got the Keensburg Boardwalk, the Keensburg Amusement Park, and now having Subway there. Is it cool to do an appearance in a place like New Jersey, which we all know is uh, your home? But for, for me, it's a home away from home. But for you, you like appearing at places uh, in your hometown? Yeah, I mean, you know, I do still live in Jersey, but, you know, I don't sometimes feel like I don't because I travel so much. So when I get to do an appearance in Jersey and actually take time to meet and talk with fans locally, it's pretty cool. Because, um, yeah, like I have the connection with you being from Jersey, I have a special connection with all my Jersey fans also. So it's pretty cool. And I get to follow in the footsteps of Tito Santana, who, right, didn't he have a great appearance for you guys a few weeks ago? <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. Of course, following uh, the great Tito Santana. Having the Tito Santana role is a pretty coveted thing in uh, in wrestling, so that's great uh, Great footsteps to follow right behind. Awesome. So, like I said, though, another thing, though, that everybody's been talking about is, uh, is TNA wrestling, Impact Wrestling. Uh, definitely a lot of stuff going on, but I think the most interesting thing this week has been this crazy hurricane that's passed through the state of Florida. What has it been like down there in the midst of this bad boy coming through and uh, causing a lot of havoc? Uh, honestly, luckily, it, it wasn't too bad where we are in Orlando. So, um, you know, every, their precautions had to be taken. The Universal closed down. Disney even closed down. And it's like the fourth time Disney's ever closed down in history. Um, so people were preparing. But, you know, I'm here right now. And last night, it was, you know, it's windy, but that's pretty much it. So we were pretty lucky we didn't get hit in our area. Yeah, that's definitely uh, that's lucky because uh, Hurricane Matthew is definitely causing some havoc across uh, yeah. the great state of Florida, into North Carolina, into South Carolina, and it's, uh, it's postponed a lot of wrestling uh, in the past couple of days. But a lot of wrestling going on with TNA, and coming off a hot show like Bound for Glory, I think the whole wrestling world has been a buzz as to what's been going on with TNA and Impact Wrestling. And uh, what are your thoughts coming off Bound for Glory and how the show went? Uh, it's our biggest pay-per-view of the year. It was a great show from top to bottom. Everyone always works their asses off. Uh, you know, it was the, the crowd was magical, electric. It was just the building was rocking. Um, everyone had their best gear on. It was, you know, it was a special night for a lot of people. What did you think of it? I thought it was pretty good. I got to say, I think TNA has uh, flown uh, much, much far under the radar than I think uh, – a lot of wrestling fans have given it credit for over the last year. I think the shows have been top-notch and Bound for Glory is really a culmination of a lot of the stuff going on with the company. And I think, yeah. unfortunately, a lot of fans fall more still into a negative light when it comes to certain things. But once they give it the chance, i got to say, I mean, it was, uh, it was really good. And, and seeing what's been going on with the tapings thus far, I mean, I'm pumped just for what's uh, – actually, I mean, my God, what happened the other night was unbelievable. So – yeah. I think it's been uh I think it's been really good, but what's the vibe been amongst the uh, amongst the locker room in regards to what's going on with TNA? Yeah, just what it's always been. Going. Uh, I I think people uh I I just think people think wrestlers read the internet more than they do. Maybe some do. But I don't know. I just like I'm not a wrestler like that. Like I don't care about like stuff online. I don't like do internet stuff. 
Um, so I, I, I'm, you know, like I look at it differently than other other people, I guess. But yeah, like I don't know, the mood's always awesome at TNA. Why wouldn't it? we're getting paid to be pro wrestlers and we all live in nice houses and drive nice cars? Like, <laughs> at least I do. You know, like why wouldn't we all be in a good mood? I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's unfortunate the way I think uh, it gets perceived by a lot of people that are not in the know that claim to be in the know and. This week is uh, one of the more uh, head-scratching weeks, I think, just because of a lot of speculation and a lot of uh, hearsay and a lot of stuff that just was flat-out not true. But, you know, you're saying you're a guy who doesn't really check in on the Internet much. But, I mean, do you think, well, though, even that... Then, that's, even this stuff this week I heard about. But you know what the thing is? It's like, dude, like, you don't want to worry about TNA, like, closing. When TNA closes. Until then, who can Like, really? You know what I mean? Like, dude, if... if over the past six years, every other month, people are like, oh, God, it's closing and this and that. It's like, why, why, why are you saying this? thing is, in 2016, it's, I guess, cool. Because it's not just for TNA. It's just what people do in general. People are negative. It's just, it's like the cool thing to do to, like, bash stuff and be negative. And that sucks, you know? Yeah, it's crazy because, I mean, it's like, you know, you want to talk about nine lives by the way people perceive it. I mean, you know, TNA would be on like 29 lives at this point, but it just keeps on staying uh, above water, which is awesome. And, it's you know, it's been on great networks. Well, it's, it was never – the thing. It was never even close to closing. <laughs> it's all good. It it's almost it like they, they hate us because they ain't us uh, kind of thing. And it's uh, – oh, I think yeah. that's a lot of the jealousy. But the one thing that was crazy about this week with all the speculation was – some of the wrestling pundits that came out to say, "Hey, oh, you know, they're you know they're selling the library to WWE," or "Hey, this person's going to step in and buy it," and of course it was Weird. blown off, completely false. And I think that that's really negative for somebody to put their reputation on the line. But you know, do you ever get frustrated with that? I mean, you said like you know, there's it's yeah, it's been a couple times, but does that bother you that people keep trying to bury it? Nah, after talking, it's better than not talking. You know, let them bury. At least the name TNA is coming out of their mouth. You know what I mean? They might not realize it, but they're actually helping it by talking about it. Shit. (laughs) And then definitely, I mean, if you can look back at where you've been in the past year with TNA and the, you know, the ascension that I think a lot of the company has gone through from changing networks and changing some time slots, you know, the where you have seen yourself grow. You know, do you think that this is where you're going to be going to the next level now in terms of what's got down the road in TNA for you? Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm I'm always changing what I do. You know, now the bromance are fan favorites, so you're getting to see a different side of us and a more wrestling side. <coughs> and moving forward, um, yeah, I'm always changing up what I do. So every year, if you go back over the past six years, you'll see different versions of Robbie and you'll continue to. <laughs> I got to tell you, my favorite version though is uh, is the first uh, the first glimpse that we got of Robbie E because that was definitely at the height of you know the Jersey Shore craze and uh, I think a lot of people have a perception of what New Jersey is based off of Jersey Shore but you hit it out of the park and when you got that Robbie E persona when that came to you and TNA said this is what we want you to do was that something you thought is a definite home run coming from New Jersey and seeing what the scene was like at that point. Yeah, it worked out good. I was a fan of the show, so I understood it. And, uh, 
you know, I did act like that a little bit when I was 18, 19, 20, 21. So it was familiar to me. And, uh, you know, all the clubs that all those guys went to, I went to and all that stuff. So, yeah, it came easy. And it was fun. Yeah, that was one thing I was loved about watching the show is seeing the places that you've either frequented, been past, been through, and seeing what they were doing at the time. And it was a good portrayal, to say the least. But did you feel like you needed to dial it up to, like, the, you know, thousandth degree to really channel that inner, uh, I guess you could yeah, almost say inner, bit, you know? inner douchebag? I'm not, I'm, I'm crazy, but I'm not even that crazy. <laughs> you know, what do you think about the Bromans and Jesse Goddard and what you guys have been able to do in TNA? Uh, I love it. I love teaming with him. He's a good dude. Uh, we've had a lot of fun. We've traveled the world together former two-time tag champs, and, yeah, man, I mean, <laughs> he's one of my best friends, so, it is cool to team with someone who's one of your good friends. And you guys definitely have that great on-screen chemistry. We didn't know from the start, you know, what, when, you know, when you guys really met each other and how good of chemistry you would have had together. Did you kind of think from the start that you guys would be, you know, best buds and you'd be able to create a good tag team, an underrated tag team in the bromance? Uh, I think the behind the scenes people saw it first. And uh, then once we started hanging out, yeah, we clicked right away and we just became like, you know, inseparable for a while, traveling together, working out together. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, it gelled well, like early on, right from the get-go. And do you like when they kind of add little pieces to the group, like a DJZ? Did you like that and, like, the chemistry you had with him? Yeah, it was awesome. What tag team could ever say that they were both uh, reality stars? There's never been a reality star tag team in professional wrestling history. Both shows from CBS. And then uh, who gets to say that they've ever had their own personal DJ? The bromans do. So it was awesome. (laughs) That's true. Obviously, yeah, Jesse was pretty big on the, the big brother, and you, like we mentioned before, were big on the amazing race. Did you uh, enjoy the reality life of reality yeah. TV? Yeah. I mean, it was a ex- once-in-a-lifetime experience, you know. it's uh, It is surreal. It all went by so quick and happened so quick, and you're racing and traveling around the world. And, you know, I look back, and it was just like, wow, I did that. That's pretty cool. Um, you know, I would love to get a, an opportunity to do something like that again for sure. It's crazy because CBS, obviously, you know, very, very mainstream audience with CBS, and it definitely is able to help your wrestling career. Do you find that being on the reality show has definitely benefited the wrestling? Yeah. I mean, it's Amazing Race is one of the most watched reality shows in history and one of the most famous ones. So, you know, being to say that I was on it, and, you know, I'm always remembered as the wrestler that was on the show, you know, I mean, it definitely helps the name Robbie E and adds value to it in wrestling and outside of wrestling. Um, So for, yeah, I mean, it definitely helps. I get recognized still a lot for that. I'm just, oh, you're the wrestler for the basic race. So it's pretty cool. Definitely. Definitely. And speaking of going back to the bromance for a second here, obviously they added another fact that we talked about, obviously Jesse, the partner, Obviously, we talked about DJZ, who was a part of the group at one point, but then they added in Raquel, a.k.a. Gabby. What do you think she adds to the group? Uh, booty. What do you think she adds? <laughs> <laughs> hey, doesn't hurt. That's right. 
Do you think she adds another facet, though? You guys are able to do some more stuff, kind of play off of each other a little bit more? Say again? Like you're able to play off of each other more with Jesse, kind of making uh, both kind of being like jealous of each other kind of thing with her. Because she kind of throws a, a little wrench into the, into the game, a little mega powers-ish kind of thing going on, Miss Elizabeth Hogan Macho Man style. Nah, we're all bros. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously, you know, with TNA, Pop TV, and that relationship and everything else, you feel Pop TV has been a great fit for TNA? Because I feel like it's been a lot better fit for TNA than Destination America was. Yeah. Destination America of the year was kind of like a dark cloud. Um, they didn't, you know, they didn't keep a lot of their promises. They didn't want to help us really push the show. And, uh, you know, it's a lot brighter on Pop TV, plus it's in more homes, so we're happy with it. Um, I think it's a great growing network. I feel like the fit has been good, and I feel like they've actually been promoting you guys and wanting you guys to succeed, where, you know, at Destination America, you kind of didn't get that, that feel from them. But, you know, something with you, which I think is funny, it hasn't really been on TV or hasn't been on Pop TV or hasn't been on Impact, it's kind of a, an internet feud. You do a great job on social media with Twitter and Facebook and everything else. But with EC3, what is it with you and EC3? It mm. seems like you guys are always at each other's throat. You know, we just, like, love to hate each other. He's my uh, bitter enemy and my good friend at the same time. And uh, one day we're going to have a war. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's all going to come to a head. We're just always at each other's throats and trying to one-up each other and be funnier and <laughs> a lot of people are catching on to this uh, Twitter feud. Yeah, definitely. It's it's pretty funny. It's pretty good. I'm just waiting for it to hit TV. Have you kind of been um, pushing it a little bit to to try to get it out there on TV? Yeah, it it'll have its day. <laughs> it's got to happen. It's definitely uh, it's definitely been brewing. But if I could uh, go back to uh, some Bound for Glory that had just happened. Do you think that, uh, you know, the Bound for Glory, I guess you call it the ba- uh, Bound for Gold, the Battle Royal, everything, do you think that was the right fit for Robbie on that show? If I'm on the biggest pay-per-view of the year, it's the right fit. I'll take it. Hmm. Beggars can't be choosers. I'm happy to be a part. Whatever I'm doing, I always make the best of it, you know? Nice. I got you, yep. Now, with uh, all these, you know, you talked about before, all these rumors circulating, all this other nonstop nonsense and stuff, how do you stay focused? How do you just keep going? You just ignore all that nonsense and just, uh, you know, you just keep keep your, basically you keep in character, you keep it going, and you just say, yeah, that's all nonsense until something actually happens? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I mean, I don't see why I wouldn't act like that, you know? <laughs> Because it seems like you and Grado are having a lot of fun just basically, you know, ignoring the rumors and having a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I still have a job, life is normal, you know. My life's still normal every day, you know. I don't see why I would act any differently. Right, and then all these silly rumors are out there. But then Dixie came out and kind of shot them down. I think Billy kind of shot some of them down as well. But, uh if I if I could hit the wind down a little bit here, just gotta ask you. You know, you've wrestled obviously the New Jersey Independence scene for a long time. You've been wrestling for many many years. Do you have a favorite match or a couple favorite matches that you could think of? Uh, you know, I get asked that a lot. I have moments. You know, winning a title is always a special moment, or 
maybe a weird place that I wrestle, like Japan or Mexico kind of thing that stands out. But I don't uh Yeah, it's just there's too many. It's hard to narrow it down to, like, one match that I love the most. It's a hard question. Do you have a favorite place that you've, you know, wrestled that's definitely your favorite? Because I know you've been in uh, South Africa, Chile, Australia, obviously. I think my favorite place is Chile. The fans are crazy there. I think Chile's been the most fun. What makes uh, Chile stand out for you? Just the fans are wild. And do you have a favorite opponent throughout your career? Somebody you just had great chemistry with that you really uh, have picked up in? There's just so many, you know, it's hard to narrow that down. I like working with everybody. <laughs> hmm. Even the great Muta at one point, which is pretty uh, pretty good feather in the cap. That is right. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> How could you forget about the great Muta? That's a good great, that is an absolute great one. Because I am overly hungover right now. I don't know if you caught <laughs> on to that, but <laughs> you have a. Do you have a dream match that you would uh, kind of think of? Anybody out there that you Maybe haven't wrestled yet that you want to wrestle? Versus EC3 in a death match. Oh, nice! I like that. <sighs> And then, Robbie, you know, as we uh, as we get to wrap it up here, I think the funniest thing, and you know, you say you, you might have a little bit of a uh, little bit of a hangover there. Is your kind of hangover music the uh, you the Smashing Pumpkins kind of guy? Or you go right for that Jersey Shore techno. On a hangover day, no music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then the easy one is when you see yourself in five years. What do you see yourself doing? Are you still going to be wrestling? Are you going to be exploring the reality world more? Where does Robbie E. see himself in the grand scheme of things. Definitely still wrestling. Father to my twins that will be born in a month. And, yeah, enjoying life with my wife and my dog. And, yeah, still wrestling for TNA. Awesome. No better way to say that. Of course, we want to remind everyone, October 22nd from 12 to 2, at the subway in Keensburg, New Jersey, Robbie E. will be signing autographs. He'll be taking pictures, and he'll be watching all the fans coming and getting there. Buy one, get one free sub, and he'll be enjoying one or two of them himself. Uh-oh. And we definitely, definitely implore you to get out there. But, Robbie, if they want to check you out on the social media stream, if they want to go check out where you want to send the fans and the listeners of the two-man power trip to do so. At Robbie E. Impact on Twitter and Instagram and uh, Robbie-E.com. Boom. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the two-man power trip of wrestling, What the World is Downloading.